You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Another episode of the Ratchet Rambling Podcast, a Flawless Noises Media production. I am one third of your host. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter, and that's all you really need to know. And I'm joined by my friends and my co-host. Hey everybody, it's Candice. You know me on all social media is not so new at PC. I don't have a bunch of AKAs. I just want to say go get your ticket for the live show. You yes. don't want them to sell out on you. We made them affordable and reasonable, $25. Uh, get you one, okay? Come on. Come on now and see us. And as usual, um, Beyonce is here. Curtis was on some trash in the pregame, so I already know what this show hitting for. <laughs> I object. I can't, wait to see- <laughs> I can't wait to see what trash shit he say that we could turn into the show title. For real. <laughs> Whatever. Because <laughs> you know he going to do that anyway. Dirty laundry, fuck you. <laughs> hey, I said, if hey. I try to give y'all some nuggets and some gems, and y'all going to turn again. He's going to bite the hand that feeds you. Mm. Yes. You ungrateful Uchiha? <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> it be your own Sasuke, I tell you what. Listen, it be your own shining gun. Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> no me. Anyway, no I am here. Uh, sentiments agreed with with Candace on the live show. And before we get started, I just wanted to highlight a new five-star review that we got from Dada B. And this individual said, y'all need more breaks because y'all was wilding with three laughing emojis. At the end. I mean, we were. They're not wrong. Yeah. And this came after the last episode dropped. So I'm assuming that they're talking about episode 110, which I mean, fair. <laughs> I mean, we was going to do that anyway because that's just how we do. I mean, but Spicy Cabbage was fucking hilarious. Like, it I was. And Candace, even... let me give you your roses because I don't know what the fuck you was on, but let me tell you something, the, the same racist shit she always be on. True. First but... of all, all, all I did was bring up kimchi, mm. which ain't nothing but spicy Korean cabbage. <laughs> fermented cabbage. <laughs> and I, fermented cabbage, which I know that because I be at eating that bone shown a lot. And so... <laughs> Hey, f- hey, fuck Young Bay. Let me just tell you that. Okay, with her pie face ass. <laughs> she damn sure ass has face with them baby hairs. Bitch, that's full grown adult hair. Yeah. You know what? That leads us into Black Ink, New York. Because let me tell y'all <laughs> something. First of all, Sky's a bozo, bitch, and you deserve to scratch your cornea with that costume. That's what you get for being fucking extra. You always doing, you do the most while doing the least for the shops. Mm. Like you are literally around because of Big Fish. I truly believe you would be fired by now if you did not have that contract with Big Fish at this point. Like I would, I would, I wouldn't rather see you anywhere, but if I had to see you somewhere, go on and get you one of these little uh, YouTube reality shows and leave us the fuck alone on Big TV. Cause you don't do nothing. Useless she, bitch. She had that you in the, common with the nigga she fucked, so. You the head of HR and you ain't at the grand opening for a new shop in Brooklyn. 
because your cornea is scratched. Bitch, laying in bed not going to heal that up faster. <laughs> get an eye patch and get your twerk on, girl. What you right, bitch. We've seen you do much worse. Put some tussin on it. You'll be all right. <laughs> Can you imagine her land? <laughs> Hold her down. Drop her titties down. Child. That, that would be a feat in itself. <laughs> I told you that's all she is, is titties and wigs. Yeah. I mean, she and paid guess, good money for them titties, so I guess they got the got the, the material has to jump out somewhere. So. I mean, well, she had surplus. She didn't raise them doors, so. Fair. Mm. True. Fair, fair. Uh, so the book, the Brooklyn shop opened or whatever. Congrats! It looks really nice on the inside. Honestly, for now, I will yes. say that you know. <laughs> for now, <laughs> when, but I'm I shouldn't be shocked because only the original black ink is the one that looked like it's got it's riddled with hepatitis because uh black yeah. ink one two fifth um is also was also really well put together when he was opening that. Mm. Um, the one here the, in Atlanta, the new, it looks nice. The, the, yeah, Atlanta shop is nice. The Orlando shop is nice. Uh, the New Orleans one, after they fixed it back after it got vandalized, is nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her bitch, they had a whole mole in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> and you motherfuckers crying about competition, bitch. Like y'all were infiltrated. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, solid snake shit. Solid, solid ink. God damn. <laughs> motherfucker came out of nowhere. He mm. was like, I am on a secret mission. Yes. Now, right. Yeah. And Steve beat his I ass, mean, but still. So, as usual, um, they like wear a sky and they like, oh, she scratched her cornea with a feather from her costume. And they like, uh, where's Donna? And when everybody was like, she in the bathroom doing what she do best, I like to have fucking died I did you fu- are yeah. infamous for getting fucked in bathrooms mm. what I mean no no side tooth having ass bitch she smelled like she looked like she smelled like a bathroom all the time so I mean better she that than like being known for uh not knowing how to spell on tattoos and shit mm. well she known for that too that's what I'm saying I'd rather be known for getting bust down in the bathroom than for that, but I mean, it's Donna, so. Yeah. First of all, Alex and Donna is an ugly couple made in hell. Yes. Correct. They are match made in hell. Like, yes. when I get a good look at Alex, he ugly. As hell. And that little ass mustache and shit like that. Um, I knew him and Donna wasn't breaking up. And Donna, you a weirdo, bitch, because I'm just really trying to understand pressuring somebody to get married who's not even working. Listen. Like, Bitch, if anything, you should have been telling that nigga, hey, it's time to get back on your feet or we done. Like, that's the ultimatum you should have been given. Like, my nigga, it's time to go back to work. You need to get you a desk job or fucking something. Some part-time till you could go back to tattooing full-time. Because this what you're doing here? Mm-mm. That ain't it. And the but fact bitch, that you she worried did... about a two-year plan, getting pregnant, walking down the aisle. Who wanted to do all of that with somebody that don't even work? Like, Especially... who? Especially when the nigga was going to do all that shit for you anyway. Like the nigga said, like, I didn't feel comfortable trying to rush into some shit knowing, to your point, Candace, like, I wasn't able to work at the time. I wanted to make sure that I got myself together coming back from this injury so I could provide for you and be the man that you want me to be. And you up here mad because the the, the nigga is being proactive and you mad that he being proactive to make sure that y'all good. Girl, what the fuck is wrong with you, Donna? God damn. 
Donna gives me that she more worried about that dick than anything. She trying to marry that dick. You know what? That's fair. Because every so, time... Let me say this, and I think we said it before, but it bears repeating very quickly. Apparently, to some extent, you do live up to your terrible moniker of Vagina Slayer. Now, the choices of Vagina are questionable at best. I mean, he looked questionable, so... Yo, Alex ugly. Like... <laughs> the nigga look I, like Earthworm Jim. I didn't give it a true glance before... But he is he is ugly. I don't even it'll come to me eventually, hopefully before the end of the season, what he looks like. It's like on the tip of my tongue, but I can't quite get I'ma come to I'm a we're gonna circle back to this. But uh know now that I do think that you are uncute. Um y'all are an ugly, stinky couple. Yes. And I would couple. like to not be subjected to this. But I mean, Stand given some of the other cool. shit that's going on on the show, it's like, eh, I gotta kind of pick. Smell like chitlins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stink Wellington. It really looks stank. Yeah, like the chitlins before they get clean. A couple, a couple <laughs> that avoids dental work together obviously stays together. I guess. Listen, because as much as we know. drag Donna for her teeth, Alex, you ain't no goddamn better. Listen, bitch, shark, do 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 do. Mm. Y'all ugly. Y'all y'all ugly together. You look ugly. Your teeth ugly. Your hygiene ugly. Your relationship ugly. It's just an ugly situation. I want y'all to leave us alone. But in fairness, considering the other shit like Curtis said that's going on on that show, y'all are the least problematic, which honestly is the I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Donna a homophobe and, <laughs> and a bozo. Yeah. And a bozo. But I just want to say <clears throat> to C's, I clear my throat on that one. Stop taking these hood boogers and trying to train them up, dress them up. If you put lipstick on a dirty pig, it's a dirty pig and lipstick. Stop trying to leave those motherfuckers in black ink one thirteenth. Yeah. Leave them. Thank you can't take them no fucking where you are sitting here having to explain to your employees to behave at a grand opening for your new shop that is heavily politically connected. This is not one two fifth in Harlem. This is not one thirteenth. We're talking about you being in Brooklyn. You had to pull a lot of strings, rub a lot of elbows. It's a lot of politics involved to bring the Black Ink brand to Brooklyn. And you are having to explain to these motherfuckers to keep it cute. Why? Not get drunk off Hennessy and start not fighting get and throwing drunk off shit Hennessy, and tear the shop up like y'all usually strippers. do. Don't, no strippers, no mud wrestling, no spraying champagne and shit. Y'all are having to be told this. Leave them where they at. They should have been there to help get the shop together and you should have sent them right back to Harlem. Yep. Then these motherfuckers is still scratching and clawing for Crystal stupid ass to come back to the shop. For what? The bitch was doing more arguing and fighting and tattooing. We already got one messy ass Mexican, Puerto Rican, whatever the fuck, Yokato Taco Bell, welcome to Qdoba, Chipotle ass bitch working there who don't do no fucking tattooing. All she doing is fucking through the shops. Mm. We don't need Crystal. Whole new meaning to Taco Tuesday. Curtis. <laughs>
My bad. Walk your beaner ass back to Mexico. God damn. Mm. Go with go, go find Lily. Y'all mm. go get killed by the cartel together. <laughs> Leave us alone. That is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a wet back indeed. I tell you what. Oh, y'all going there. <laughs> I mean, listen. I'm keeping it cute this episode. Y'all got it. <laughs> listen. Take your ass on, okay? And speaking of Tati, mm. bitch, first of all, I, you know, let me say this. It's a reason for so many years you only saw black women, and I'm not saying American black or whatever, but but there's a reason you, you only saw black women for so many years and men wearing braided type hairstyles. Because typically most of us have the hair texture to support said hairstyles. You non-black bitches is breaking y'all neck to get black hairstyles, get braids, beads, and every fucking thing else. You ain't gonna have no motherfucking edges. Mm. Y'all All hair texture don't support it. It's All fine. of that, just so you can end up looking like uh, when Karen had that wig braided on Real Housewives. Oh, boy. Oh. You did all that just oh. for you to look like that. Mm. Tati Dola's all. I would say you hate to see it, but bitch suffer. I do hate to see it. I mean, I hate to see her, though. So yeah. there's that. Yeah, there is that. What I want to talk about when it comes to Tati is... First of all, how you snagged another nigga in one of these shops is beyond me because like, after how he, you showed your ass, watch, I, yeah, yeah, did, he not, did he not ever watch any episodes of Black Ink before he got on the show? Because, bitch, you are insecure. You are jealous. You are you are stupid. Mm, mm. You are ridiculous. We heard that growth. Oh, okay, come on, growth. You are come on, raunchy. hopscotch right over it. You are nasty looking. Come on with the Dwayne Wade side step. You are catty. Yeah. Like who? Like what? Did he? Did he not see anything? The nigga just want this. But you know what? But that motherfucker put his foot on that wet neck and told you, bitch, I ain't nobody's secret. Either you fucking with me or out, out loud or you ain't fucking with me at all. Mm. Mm. You act like a bitch that's guilty of doing some shit she ain't got no business doing. And we talked about this in the pregame and we said it with our chest and we mean it when we say you were still fucking Teddy and you don't want to get caught up in your shit. You was fucking Teddy when he refused to give you that relationship status again. You went and started fucking this, this man, Jims, because he seemed like a cool enough dude and he ain't playing with your ass. And then meanwhile, you still been fucking Teddy or trying to get what you want from Teddy because that's who you really want to be with. And now you want to keep it on the hush because you don't want your shit exposed. Mm-hmm. Well, newsflash, bitch, I'm here with the rice and the beans. Your shit on Front Street. Okay, mm-hmm. pour a little of that hot talk, uh, Taco Bell sauce on the shit. Let's go. Because you caught up. 
like the fact that you grandstanding like you don't want black ink. Like what she said that really pissed me off. She well, was like, everything. black ring tends to ruin everything in Texas. Listen, we there, friend. Cause I was like, bitch, I know you fucking lying. And when you was literally fucking, you done got beat the fuck up by a nigga who literally fucks every bitch in the shop. And you talking about everything that black ink touches ruin. When you don't do shit for black ink, but fuck and go through niggas in the shop, get beat the fuck up over niggas and well, Teddy in the shop. But not, still. Not even, not even that. The fact that you have blamed a whole organization and franchise for your poor decisions and poor behavior. For your loose pussy, bitch. I know you lying. But see, Jada wasn't going to go there. Well, I am because I'm drunk, so fuck it. Girl, suffer. Common sense will tell you not to just be fucking on your coworkers. Huh? Well, I mean, do you expect we, common sense from the, a bitch The three of us get up and go to work every day and not nan time have we ever been like, you know what? I want to fuck Bob from accounting. <laughs> I want to fuck Wendy from HR. No. You know why? Because it's dick and pussy all, outside of work. Bitch, we know, how to, we know how to get what we need without shitting where we pick up a paycheck. And she you don't. don't. And then you went and you fucked on the messiest nigga in the shop. Okay, you went and fucked on a nigga with bigger titties than you. You get what you deserve, bitch. And that's uh, that's what I got to say about that. Okay, but Jim's checked the fuck out of you. Like, nah, bitch, this ain't that. I ain't showing up nowhere. I ain't coming nowhere. Because if you think you finna play me like a lame, I'm not with that shit. So Imagine she, doing all of that while telling Young Bay that this nigga got a bigger dick, and you having orgasm after orgasm after orgasm. I can't tell because you don't act like a motherfucker that's getting satisfied with orgasm after orgasm after orgasm. Because why do you give a fuck what the fuck any of these niggas in the shop think, especially Teddy? Well, we know why she give a fuck what Teddy think. Mm. But like, I just don't understand why you. Why are you? shitting so close to where you eat and expect the people not to smell it. I don't get that. Because honestly, she either. want them to smell it and she want Teddy to smell it because she's still fucking with Teddy. Yeah. As, as evidenced by the preview when Teddy was like, bitch, y'all got me fucked up. Y'all not about to play me. Yes. Now, while this is foolishness incarnate, I will say that I'm hoping beyond hope that when she start arguing with Teddy next episode, she tell him that Jim's got a bigger dick. Because that is the kind of negativity that sustains my jutsu. That I thrive on. <laughs> and honestly, it's the kind of negativity that Teddy deserves. Because why are we dragging yeah. Tati? It's still fuck you too, Teddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forever. Like, big imagine, imagine having the potential. Because we've, we've given Teddy his roses before. He ain't horrible looking. He got potential if, you know. He not ugly at all to me. As a matter of fact, he's a very, he he a fine ass big nigga. Like if you and the big niggas, I see you sweating Teddy down. Yeah. But from what we've seen of but him the on behavior. the show, he's a bitch. Yes. He's a bitch ass nigga. He's yeah. a bitch and he do bitch shit all the time. But it so, seems to run in that family. Like him and C's, neither one of them have any real regard for women. No. No. Nah. And, and the like only Candace has said multiple times. To, yeah. Go uh, ahead, Curtis. I was going to say, don't. you've said it multiple times with these non-black women thinking that they're going to be the exception. And Tati, you out here looking stupid. And yeah, Teddy has true. proven you ain't the exception to shit. Because you Young threw baby, another... we see you ain't the exception to shit. These niggas don't give a fuck. 
No. I'm trying to tell you. Tati, and you the only reason C's ain't been super trash this season is because he's not connected to any woman in particular. Mm. Even though they're if trying you to notice be that. Yeah, not, if you notice that, not like openly, he's anyway. not openly, yeah, not on the show, should I say. I don't know what happens when the camera's not rolling, but on the show, we haven't seen him actually really connected to anybody on a committed level for him to be trash to them. You know, and that brings me, (laughs) they have this, the grand opening, they have the little block party, which was nice. And um, it's cool that the brand is being recognized. It do, it does look like whoever sees it surrounded by on a, from a business standpoint, outside of Black Ink, the TV show, they are helping him handle his affairs a lot better because what he did with Brooklyn is how he's going to have to conduct business moving forward. If you really want to have your name up in the big lights, you're going to have to rub elbows with the who's who of these cities you move into. So, and you didn't do that for in Atlanta and we saw what happened. Them motherfuckers wanted you shut down. (laughs) So that's that. He's talking to some cop or security, some elected official. And here come Crystal Loud drunk ass. The same official that gave him the uh, the gold. Mr. Policeman. First of all, calling an elected official a policeman is rude than a motherfucker. And you could see the look in C's face like he was embarrassed. But like I said previously, stop trying to bring these gutter rats up to the top with you. They not ready. Only one that has proven that they are ready for something bigger and better is Puma. Puma ain't been involved in shit this season, but getting this shop shit on track. Yep. He keep his 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 shit all outside of the shop for the most part. Yes. But that's why he's been running a, a successful business ever since he left the show until this season. Again, we have to give Puma his room, his roses. The reason why y'all in put Brooklyn is because of Puma. He yeah. was the one that orchestrated that and made it happen. The mm-hmm. fact that it took Puma to come in and say, bro, we should have shops in all the boroughs. Yeah. Like we should have a shop in all the boroughs for real. Like, we should conquer New York. We should move upstate. We should do this. Like, Black Ink should take over New York because this home, and then we should spread out everywhere else. It took a nigga that's that... All you... a... That's all Puma's doing. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I Puma do look like a, a, a meerkat, but that motherfucker, <laughs> he got a good business mind. Yeah. Can I take that from him? Oh, yeah. He looked like... Uh, is it Phineas? From the Phineas and Ferb show. Curtis. Tell me he don't. Oh, he do. He do. Curtis. He kind of look like Dr. Doofenshmirtz. I'm just well, saying. it's the truth. I'm just you saying. You like the truth, friend? Since when? You know what? That's fair. Drag me, friend. Continue, please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's, get, let's get to the good shit, finally. Is it good? First of all... <laughs> It, it was it was good and it was good and messy. Because I can't wait to drag these two bozo bitches. First of all, Crystal has Crystal has walked around with that scorpion from Mortal Kombat face mask on for all these months just to unveil herself and still look the fucking same. Just to look like a prettier Homer Simpson. Girl. That bitch said, no, was it was it her or Q that called her La 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 La? And I was like, I know y'all fucking lying to me. 
Q was hyping her the fuck up, but I mean, hey, listen, he was doing the fucking most because nigga, you must got cataracts in your goddamn eyes. You calling this motherfucker saying she la la? Where? Where? I mean, he helped her with the look, so he got a. <laughs> he, he got a, so he did what he had to do with the outfit. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. Yeah, I give him that. Yeah. She she looked really nice. Um, <clears throat> it just looked like. She like so for the longest time it looked like how your jaw swell up when you have dental work, and now it just looked like the swelling finally went down. But mm-hmm. she's no no more finer than she was before then. And I will say Cheyenne is a cute girl, but oh, the weight that her mama lost she gave to the daughter. Every pound. Cause goddamn. Every pound. Hmm. It it took me becoming a parent to realize why my mom had stayed on me so much when I was younger about developing better eating habits. Because at your youngest is when it is more than probably the easiest for you to lose weight. Yeah. Your um, metabolism is so high. Your metabolism is so high. You are doing more than just sitting at a desk. You want to get out, want to have fun, want to kick it, want to hang with your friends, want to walk in the mall and all that kind of shit, go to the games. You just more, you're far more active than you are at 35. Um, I just want parents to get a hold on that with their kids. Yeah. Because it's hard to lose weight as you get older. Damn near impossible. Whoo, let me tell you something, friend. Damn near impossible if we be. Well, I, ha- I have been working out consistently. I will say, given the mixture, given looking at both of her parents, I'm pleasantly surprised at how pretty of a girl she is. Yeah. Like she is a she is a cutie pie. Yeah. Um, but she, I, and you know, ain't nothing wrong with her attitude. She from New York, and that's just New Yorkers in general. That bravado and that rudeness, that's they thing. Just yeah. keep it away from me so I don't have to slap your kid. <laughs> um, she walks into the shop to reveal herself and she get mad that C's not hyped up. Girl, he don't want you. Or he already having you and that he ain't don't no want you no more. It ain't no, you ain't no prize no more. You know, yeah. and I'm glad to hear her admit that after all the years of back and forth, between her and C's that he's stepping up, he's being there financially and he's present and accounted for. It only took 14 years, but better <laughs> late than never because <laughs> he gonna find out very soon that adult kids are more expensive than when they smaller and he gonna wish he had been more present and accounted for financially when she was smaller. Yeah, that's why Cheyenne has kept her foot on his neck all this time. But C's don't want you no more, honey. That ship has sailed. Continue to co-parent. Yes, y'all are family. Yes, y'all are connected forever. But stop trying to make it fetch. Stop trying to make C's fetch in your life. He not there for that. He really, truly is not there for that. And he looked like he, like C's seems to have a lot of respect for her, enjoys having, building a friendship where they could co-parent. But he don't seem to have no kind of sexual desire for her in any capacity yeah that's definitely a one-way street yeah and she seems to have a problem with kitty being around um 
saying, you know, Kitty fucked her ways, fucking her way to the top, trying to put herself into their family business and this, that, and the third. Nobody could do that but you and C's. That's an issue you have to take up with him. If Kitty coming around, if Kitty has access to your daughter, if Kitty is doing this and that, C's is is allowing it. Yeah, C's literally told Kitty to, you know, Look after Cheyenne, make sure she's doing all the shit she needs to do in school, you know, come by, check on her. C's literally did that because you have had your surgery and you was incapacitated. So I don't understand. Like, this was goofy as fuck. It was goofy on both parts. It was, it was weird because Kitty, Kitty had a weird energy when Crystal walked in the door. Yes. Like, she had the stank face before she even found out that Crystal was talking shit about her. So I was just sitting here like you bitches are weird. What? Let me. And so now we can go ahead and get to the dragging kitty Mm. referring to crystal as a baby, more baby mother and nothing else. And you got everything that she want. What is it that you have? Mm. Because we have watched you for multiple seasons on this show, get fucked and ducked by seized when he's bored. Mm. Okay. It looks more and more like Lionel from season to season, but that's what, what happened with those wigs? Your wigs were so good <laughs> when you first got on the show. You was such a, you was a, a you was a bad bitch. You mm. haven't been looking the role lately. Well, when you do the clownery, you are no better than Crystal in Caesar's life. Matter of fact, you are worse off because he seems to have some newfound respect, love, friendship, and familyhood with his child's mom. You are just a broad that he takes to dinner, fucks, and then the next episode we see him pushing up on other women and you being pissed off and storming out. I mean, can you we are be you are not above Crystal. I'm gonna be we- for real with you. Not above Crystal in the least bit. Ain't no way in here Kitty can be above Crystal because Kitty allowed Duchess to spray some water in her face and she didn't beat her ass. So, and she thought it was Mace. Like the like the self drag Kitty. Come on now. Now I'm not saying Crystal wasn't goofy for starting some shit that really, if anything, she's have a problem with Caesar for doing. But you know better, Kitty. Like both of y'all are some goofy bitches. I mean, y'all are hitting all of the salient points. I want to take a little side quest real quick and drag because Young Bay and Q being as messy as they are in mm. the middle of this grand opening with all of those elected officials around, mm. y'all knew good and well, or you should have known that telling uh, Kitty what Crystal said and, and doing all this gophering back and forth was going to cause drama. Y'all didn't do shit but embarrass the shop with people with one person who don't even work in the fucking shop. You got Crystal acting stupid. I mean, I'm sure they didn't anticipate Crystal reacting the way that she did following Kitty out there. But why did you have to tell Kitty or why did Q have to tell Young Bay and why did Young Bay have to tell Kitty at the party? You couldn't wait till the next day like y'all always do? Go fake like y'all eating at somebody mom and pop shop? And have this go on, y'all couldn't do. I don't understand why y'all My, had to. And I got a, I got a, during the during the party. I got a whole issue with Q keeping up mess between his boss's child's mother and his friend with benefits. Like I have a problem with the lack of professionalism 
yes. with the people at this shop. Mm. Q specifically because if there's anybody that's more directly involved with Caesar's family, it's literally Q. Like Q is yeah. Caesar's personal assistant first, an employee in the shop second. And the fact that you keeping up this mess, keeping up this drama, and then I, I guarantee you probably next episode when Caesar's like, what the fuck, Q gonna be like, well, I don't know what the fuck was happening. Q, fuck you. Man, I just... I just am I'm so weirded out by that. And I know that you have to if you on these shows, you have to bring a certain amount of drama and mess, you know what I'm saying? But at the expense of your boss's private life, that's a little much for me. Right. That's that's a little much for me. Now, you could have created was... mess in any other fashion. We know young Bay gonna be a bone collector because she miserable. <laughs> well, okay. You're not, you're not wrong. Because you thought all that little anime pussy was going to keep that black man around you, and it didn't. (laughs) Keep a man jutsu. Yeah. (laughs) That's the show title. Keep a man jutsu. Thank you, Jeremy. (laughs) I didn't. Well, okay. That's fair. Okay. And, I, and I'm just saying, like, she is miserable. She is bitter. Yeah. She don't understand why it's her. So any opportunity she got to keep shit going in the shop, she going to thrive on it. Yeah. Because it literally was no reason to carry that bone. Like, girl, who gives a fuck? Child. And Crystal, beloved, I know you think you a bad bitch because you done got some of those Baraka teeth removed. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you, you the same old slack jaw, first man, Mongolian looking motherfucker you always been. So I don't care how many pounds you lost and shit. Chasing behind a woman. First of all, what reason do you have to chase behind Kitty? You have talked cash shit about this woman. What do y'all need to discuss? Why do you want to have a conversation with a woman who you you literally just two minutes ago was dragging and talking all kinds of cash shit, then wondering why she don't want to fucking talk to you at a grand opening for your baby daddy's new shop? Crystal, are you well? No, you're not well because you're still feeding overseas. But girl, what the fuck? (laughs) Talking about you just going to run away like a little girl? Honestly, and I don't want to give Kitty too much, but she did what most people who don't want to make an ass out of themselves in front of their boss would do is leave. Because you you came there with the intention of starting shit. And then mad that you didn't get the response. That you, you mad because you didn't get the response from Kitty that you wanted and you damn sure mad you didn't get the response from C's that you wanted. And that's why you're mad, even with your quote unquote new tea fish. But let me tell you something. You and that goddamn whittled self-esteem that you think is... Man, you need to go to Ayala and get and get a mammy titty hug and leave us the fuck alone with that shit, beloved, because you acted a whole motherfucking fool and you still look like a goddamn bag in the face. Leave us the fuck alone, bitch. Facts, mm. bitch. Mm. I mean, I knew there was no hope for her because she was expecting to elicit a response out of Teddy as well. When she said that, oh, yeah, I, I forgot I about laid that shit. my yeah. burdens down. <laughs> I was like, you know what, bitch? I'm not about to play with you. <laughs> yeah, that's weird as fuck. Why you want a response from Teddy? Girl, what? Okay. Yeah, you I mean, my best guess at that is probably that Teddy has talked shit about her over the years, especially if she's gained a little weight. Because we know how what kind of trash he is. Yeah. But girl, fuck him. Because at least you lost a little bit of weight. He hasn't. <laughs> he's still built like that little bear um 
thing of honey that you get from the grocery store. Like, girl, why you care? Why you give a fuck about impressing Teddy? Because her self-esteem, man, is high as she think it is. Exactly. Ain't nothing Teddy got going on that would boost my motherfucking self-esteem. A nigga that collects shoes. At 40. <laughs> <laughs> shoes and shapewear. <laughs> like, that's all we got. Uh-oh. Why you? <laughs> that might be a new title. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I was just about to say that, yeah. Shoes yeah. and shapewear. Shoes and shapewear, I like yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, friend. Thank you. God damn. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Some bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I knew y'all was gonna say that when I said it, but still, fuck it. <laughs> and you still proceeded and threw caution to the wind, so it's like I was mid sentence, so I had to finish. But still, <laughs> my nigga said YOLO. <laughs> you wanted this one for yourself. <laughs> I mean, it was too good not to say, but still. <laughs> listen. Speaking of speaking of shapewear, Tati in that goddamn leopard print dress mm. with mm. them Walmart three dollar shoes on. Mm. I mean, so her and the nigga make up. She apologized. She realized she just gonna have to. Uh, she gonna have to take her L in the next episode. Like a, it's not a woman. I don't know. A rabbit raccoon. I don't know. Whatever. Like chihuahua. Nah, don't put that on chihuahuas. <laughs> a wild muskrat. But um Damn. <laughs> 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 so in the next in the next episode, which looks like this shit is gonna get good and messy, Teddy Tati is getting into it about Tati being with this nigga Jim's. And he's screaming, don't fucking play with me. And Tati screaming, fuck you, Teddy. And this, that, and the third. She throwing shoes and everything else. And Puma is looking like, is you motherfuckers okay? Mm, no, damn What not, the Puma. fuck? And I can't wait to see what's going to unfold. Because the preview did its job. It gave you just enough to make you really look forward to this episode next week. Because I want all the details. I want to yeah. see what Tati was lying about. I want all well, the details. She wasn't hiding that nigga for no privacy. I will say I hope that it doesn't fizzle because we felt the same way last week about this Kitty and Crystal shit, and that turned out to be a dud. So, Cause, yeah, because K- Kitty is pussy. Let me say that Kitty is very pussy. She remember when Young Bay was about to whoop her ass for talking about her mother, <laughs> and she <laughs> she wanted to make an amends. Like I've never seen Kitty get real hands on. Why she always talking that I'm from I'm from DC, I'm from Baltimore bullshit. She don't never get active. Cause I I would have rocked that goddamn jaw. She would have needed to go right back into surgery and she would have spent a whole nother six months in that um in that goddamn Mortal Kombat mask. Mm-hmm. I would have rocked <laughs> that SARS like, mask. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Cause no, seriously, it's if you walk away from a motherfucker and they start chasing after you, they won't smoke. Yeah, yeah. I don't think and I feel like you know, I mean, but Kitty, you know, she has a lot of respect for Caesar's uh, penis. So yeah. I get, yeah. <laughs> I get it. She didn't want to embarrass him, but I mean, also I feel like she she didn't want to risk getting her ass whooped, and she was out there with no backup either. Yeah, yeah. She ain't had no help. Y'all think Crystal got hands? Um, yeah, 
Looking like that, yes. <laughs> yeah. All her Damn. life she had to fight. Well, I mean, I think that's it for Black Ink Crew. I'm just going to punctuate this by saying, C's, I would very much like for you to round up all of these animals and ship them back to Madagascar. And with that being said, I think we're going to take a break and we'll come back and cover Married to Medicine. Hey. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. We're back from break. Hopefully you took this opportunity to go get yourself a ticket for the live show. Now, I'm going to throw it to Jeremy so we can see what Married to Medicine was hitting for. Indeed, my friend, Marital Medicine Season 7, Episode 8, Food for Thought. Um, so first of all, the episode started off with Quad, Miss Quad, I mean, and all her Jack Skeleton looking glory, but that's neither here nor there. Um, her book signing and shit, I forget the name of the damn title. I've been drinking this. It don't matter. It don't matter. Um, she living it up and all her glory. Contessa and Heavenly show up to support her. They the only two. Which for the internet. And um, Buffy was there too. Oh yeah, and Buffy. Yeah. And Buffy. I was screaming at them having to wait in line. Like <laughs> Yes, and they was complaining this motherfucker heavenly like, bitch, we ain't got all day contestant like, nah, quad, I ain't trying to ask for a favor, but I'm asking for a favor that I don't want to stay in the line. <laughs> My thing with that was I was annoyed with the grandstanding. Like y'all got cameras with y'all. Just walk up to the motherfucking table, hug the bitch and go and get you a yeah. cocktail. Like, we know good well y'all not going to stand in line for no hour with them cameras all in the goddamn way. Come on now. Exactly. And and who is you bitches to think y'all could cut in line of paying fucking customers? Right. Like, we know damn well y'all ain't paying for contestant. I mean, not contestant for Quad Boot. Yeah, y'all just didn't Even if you was, if you bitches would have got there on time, again, you a lot of you bitches on this show got a problem with punctuality. (laughs) Them women... Those other women and whatever men too. I don't. I didn't remember seeing any men in line for the cookbook. No, nah, it was men the, there. Remember that one yeah. white man was like, "I bought five oh. copies." Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So other men and women got there early to get in line to get their book signed, and you bitches think that you gonna come in and cut in front of all these people? Cause y'all her friends. I mean, if y'all was her friends, y'all would have been there on time. I mean, mm. we can uh, we can give the benefit of the doubt. Let's say they may not have even been late, but if everybody shows up at the same time, it's gonna be a line regardless. So right. y'all was gonna be waiting in line. But my thing is, we filming a show, so why are y'all grandstanding like they was ever gonna really have to wait in line? It don't even make no sense. Yeah, but yeah it would have looked better if y'all had been there when it started, so that she could do that. And people didn't have to wait for y'all to film hugging each other. 
I thought that that was stupid. But mm-hmm. shout out to Miss Quad for this apparently very successful cookbook. Shout out to Heavenly for being the trash friend that she is. And Let me tell you so. It's failures. Listen, her confessional. Listen, all the failures of damn Bravo rolling. Half of them I had back. forgotten about. I forgot about that dog uh, clothing line. Listen, they went full Mariah, and maybe that was Mariah's doing since she, you know, oh, part well. producer and shit, rolling all her goddamn phase and shit. I was like, goddamn. With I mean, with but Fran- you know what? I didn't. I didn't even take it as shade because it just—that's the nature of the beast when you want to be uh, self-made. Mm-hmm. When you want to be a self-made, successful person um, and have your own business, all of them not gonna hit. It's gonna be way more misses than actual hits. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm glad she finally got in her pocket with the say, cooking thing. Found her because lane. even Eugene later in the episodes, like Quad got it with this cooking shit. Yeah. She got it. Her food and always she, looks immaculate. Yeah. Like I would Yeah, I, I'm actually tempted to buy the uh I'm tempted to buy the um the digital version if it exists. Never forget that Chilean sea bass. Actually, when we was in Vegas, my mom had some actual Chilean sea bass. The the only thing I could think about was like, this should probably be better if it was Clevelandian sea bass or whatever. (laughs) 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 But... (laughs) <laughs> but that was yeah. a fun time. Shout out to that. And yeah. so we're gonna have not only a birthday party, but slash book launch party later in the episode. And the only thing I could think of was and maybe it's just me, but that might be a bit too much. But then I'm just a poor ass nigga, so I don't know nothing about this. Oh no, nah, when you got it, you got it. I was gonna say I wasn't mad at it. Like honestly, if you think about it, it's frugal. And shout out to was it Contessa? She was like, Girl, this smells like a tax write-off. I yeah, was, was like, that's that's what rich people do y'all think that rich people spend full price on every little thing that they do they do not they looking for bargains and discounts just like everybody else they might flex here and there but people who are good with money they looking for tax write-offs they looking for discounts they always doing that so i was not mad at all because we know quad ain't got it like that she barely just now getting into money and i'm not even mad i like quad knowing her purpose, walking in her truth and getting to the bag and using the talents that she has. Cause that shit, I mean, like Candace was saying, all of the, the shit that heavenly ran through, none of that shit took off because you were not in your lane. And now that you are in your lane with the cooking and with the sister circle shit, you thriving. And you got that little dick, big nigga hunching off of you too. You done drop that mini Cooper back off at the goddamn lot. Like, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Now that's not to say that you don't have the tendency to be a bozo at times, but correct. I'm liking what you're presenting so far as long as you and Simone are not getting into it, because then that's when the clown jumps out. Yes. Yes. Um, speaking of clown, um Which so, one? Because we got a lot. So let's talk about Curtis and Jackie in this goddamn house. Uh, I wasn't too I wasn't too mad about this. It was pretty straightforward to me. Thinking about it, and because me and Mike talked about this, because Mike watched it, and we was just basically like two hundred grand, two hundred sixty to three hundred grand to renovate the bathroom, the master bathroom, the master bedroom, the whole kitchen, and And add a garage, add a garage, add that. They add that to me. That seemed really reasonable, and still is going to come in far under what it would have cost them to go buy a new house. Cause they was, when they was looking at houses, they was been looking into the millions. Right. Cause of the land. That's, 
And so that renovation is going to cover a whole hell of a lot for one fifth of what they would have looked at to, to buy a house or build a house. So right. I didn't have no problem with that. And with they, with those, uh, architects show that should look good. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mad at this. And I agree all. with Jackie. That's way too much house to have such a little ass master bathroom and bedroom and bedroom. Them high ass ceilings, the shit remind me of one of them octagonal baby cribs or some shit. You know the ones I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's kind of little. And I I I felt where she was coming from. Like Jackie should have this one thing. Because she she cancer did take away her ability to even have eggs for a surrogate or something like that. So if this is the one thing she really wants, because we never really see Jackie spending obnoxious amounts of money. No, she don't really flex. That's not really her thing. She don't really do too much flexing. So I was okay when she, and, and I appreciate how her and Curtis communication have gotten better because when she explained how she felt and he was like, thank you for telling me this so i can really understand where you're coming from and i don't have any ifs ands or buts about the the situation now mm-hmm. and i was like you know what i fuck with the vision yeah i mean i feel like they being way more fiscally responsible than toya and eugene so well, that's, yeah. i ain't gonna lie that's a badass house toya and eugene got for two ugly motherfuckers who can't yeah. dress <laughs> but when that bitch listen that two-story master closet bitch did that Thing she did that. Yeah. I mean, is there an elevator though? I don't think so. I think it's stairs because Eugene mentioned how you can get to the basement from the closet. That's what I was thinking. But then again, she didn't build it with him in mind. Nah, she didn't. Because he's saying that, but you never mind. You know he ain't taking no steps. Not if he can help it. My bad, my bad, my bad. I mean, look at the material. Look at the calories. Look at the cellulite. <laughs> Look, hey, that's enough. First of all, can, while we here, can I just say, what do they be thinking when they going to parties? Why the fuck are y'all never dressed for no. for a party? No, you want to talk about tacky? Yeah. And and I'm not even mad at it. What Eugene had on that shit might kick it in a polo T-shirt. Some jeans, some Jordans. You going to motherfuckers almost 40th birthday party dressed like you going to the corner store. Mm. And Toya, that dead ass, we, baby, please mm. stop. That shit couldn't even hold a curl. Mm. You knew that shit was trash. Somebody only got a few more curls. Bitch, it look like you need to recurl your whole motherfucking head. Well. You're all this fancy you. shit, bitch. You ain't got no good weave and no good curling irons. Fuck you. Keeping up with the big, Joneses, but not keeping up with that curling iron. Big gums have an asshole. Mm. Well, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. But fair points, fair salient points about Curtis and Jackie friends. Um, <laughs> let me just go ahead and get this out of the way because I'm, I'm gonna throw it to y'all. I'm gonna just shut the fuck up. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna put myself on mute. Let's talk about Contessa and Scott. So let me set it up. So they, so Contessa and Scott, they have lunch. They have an outing with the family, and Contessa's father comes in. He v- flies in, visits in, and they have a luncheon. 
And then Contessa just proceeded to be just the boziest of bozos on this season. And I'll let my friends have their thoughts. I'm trying to decide if I want to uh, <laughs> jump in now, if I want to save it for Mariah. I'm a, you know what? I t- I'll take Contessa. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, tag team. <laughs> first things first. A huge congrats to Contessa's dad. He looks healthy. Yes. When we saw him last season, he was so sick, he looked sick. You know how sometimes people can be sick, but they you can't tell unless they tell you? He looked sick. Yeah. He looks like a whole healthier man. He has picked up some weight. He sounds healthier, more coherent, like he knows what the fuck is going on and why it's going on. And so shout out to him for that. Um, two things I had an issue with. Contessa, you keep going against the grain with your own life partner, mm. your own husband, the, the person that you raise children with. You keep going against the grain with him. If y'all agree to not discuss, if y'all agree to not discuss that medical program, school shit in front of the kids, why are you bringing it up in front of the kids? Why? You know why? Because you petty and you want, you want to try to guilt trip Scott at every turn and to say, okay, babe, go get back in the program. Just fuck it. I'll suffer. I'll, I'll be the one that make all the sacrifices. I'll be the one that's doing, making the money, taking care of the kids, taking care of home. I'll be the one to do all of that while you just go gallivant to Memphis with no cares in the world, no income. Mm. And I also will pay for your household in Memphis while you're away from your husband and your kids. And to I will pursue critique. a degree, uh, to pursue a degree that you really and truly do not need to get into public health. And I will critique you at every step if you don't do things exactly the way I would do them. Continue, Ken. You are a bitch. And it's paining me to say that because as we said it in the pregame, you and Scott have been one of our favorite couples since your inception on the show. Mm-hmm. But in this season, there has yet to be one episode where you aren't being an insufferable bitch about a program that nobody told you to drop out of. Scott, never say a drop out of that program. Nope. Then you bring your ass home, and this is how much you lack self-awareness because you thought you could come home and go get the same job back that you left to go to college. Bitch, where did they do that at? Who are you? Where is your common sense? In what world can you quit a job, go back to say a job, and think they just going to let you come back to work? Mm-hmm. And even in that, Scott was, you know, probably foolishly being supportive of you. Like, damn, ain't no seniority. Scott or knew you team. weren't getting that fucking job back. Right. But as usual, he let you find out the hard way. Mm-hmm. You are being a whole bitch about this situation. A situation that you turned into a negative space for you and your family. Then to try to rope your dad into the shit. Well, dad, I quit the program because it was decided that mommy needs to be here for her kids. You sound like you resent your motherfucking kids. Mm. Kids that didn't ask to be here. Bitch, you are a whole doctor. 
with a doctor husband who has supported your doctor career ambitions. When you was tired of being a doctor, you was missing swim meets, you wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Scott said, cool, I got this. I put the family on my back. That's what I signed up to do. You didn't want to do that for long. You went back to work. You had your titties cut off prematurely. You wanted to be better safe than sorry. No, no big deal. Your health always come first. Scott supported that. Your dad got sick. Scott supported you making sure your dad had the proper diagnosis, was seeing the best doctors, and you know that shit was coming out of their household money. Didn't let nobody disrespect you about seeing about your daddy. Either, okay? Did not play in your face about that. You decide you want another career, another career path. You decide public health is it. You didn't look for a public health program in Atlanta. You ran directly to Memphis. Did not think about how your absence would affect your family, your husband, your finances, your home life. Well, I think that she did because she did say that the reason why she chose that program was because of the cost. It was cost effective and it was only a year as opposed to ones that were longer. But still, my thing with that is how are you so bird brained that you thought even a year absence was not going to affect your family in an adverse way? I don't understand that. Your kids are little. You should know yeah. good and damn well being away from their mom when they're used to having their mom every day, especially a 75% stay-at-home mom, was going to have a huge effect on that family. And for yeah. Scott to have to make the adjustments that he's made, and he's done everything with practically a smile on his face. He hasn't complained once. The only thing he was saying is... Don't come in here critiquing and, crit- and criticizing every little fucking thing that I do. Like the kids well, you are you not doing shit. Everybody is good. And you think you're really doing something talking about, well, I'm I'm home every weekend. Okay. The kids don't have to go to go to school on the weekend. The weekend is the easier part. Hello. Because you ain't got to get them up for work or for school. And then you gotta go to work. Then you gotta pick them up, feed them, homework, laundry clean up dinner dinner have a moment for yourself to breathe like i hate having to side with men but (laughs) i i fully side with and support how dr scott feels i feel away about these previews i see of them being in therapy and this bitch fixing her mouth to say he turned the kids against them How, how how stupid do you think your kids are and it's not right. even that. It's it's that you have thrown Scott under the bus at every opportunity that you get. Every time you bring this up, you make it seem like Scott is the worst man on the face of the planet. When he never told you to quit your program, you decided to quit the program because you couldn't handle the pressure. And the- I'm still here. How stupid do you think your kids are? <laughs> They're not stupid <laughs> because, because kids told are not you. stupid. They, they told, told you how they feel themselves. about you not being there. Scott don't put a Scott don't utter a negative word about contested to them goddamn kids, and you can tell it. Cause if them if those kids repeat every fucking thing, especially kids as little as hers, mm-hmm. if Scott was talking down on on contested in front of them kids and saying how he really felt about what's been going on, you know them kids would have repeated that shit three times over. Well, Daddy said. 
you just abandoned us to go to this program. Is that true, mommy? Because that's how kids operate. That is how kids operate. You're going to ask your dad, do he want to uproot his whole life to come help with your family while you finish this program? I don't know what it's like to have a, a substance addicted parent um, and they just not never there and they just never show up and they just this, that, and the third. But what I am here to tell you is, Contessa, at this point, your dad doesn't owe you anything. He will have to reckon for his sins and his behavior when it's his time. Because he was not there in the beginning, you cannot guilt trip him into being there for your kids so that you could do some self-serving bullshit. And I feel the same way about this teeth situation. Your dad got cracked teeth. He used to be a crackhead. He, your father acts as if he has reckoned with his past and his fuck-ups a long time ago. You wanting to fix him up and jazz him up so you feel like he presentable and worthy of being seen with I got a problem with that, and I see through you with that. Your dad got his own business, which and your dad had been sick and everything. We, we know your dad probably has health care, dental, vision, and everything else. If your dad wanted new teeth, he would have gotten them. You have been flying your dad back and forth to Atlanta to get new fucking teeth. You ain't even... How you... You don't even live in Atlanta. Mm. Do, doing all of this. You're not even in Atlanta doing all of this. You vacation in Atlanta at best at this point. So you flying him in to go see Dr. Heavenly and get new teeth and this, that, and the third, but you ain't willing to help ease the load with your own fucking husband. Mm. I know you fucking lying. You have really been a disappointment so far this season, and I hope we see it get turned around with the therapy. But I'm just not feeling you at the moment. You are you have been so nasty to Scott. You've been so nasty for no reason. For base you've been nasty because of decisions you made. You fuck you, Contessa. Hey, and Dr. being Scott. mad that he's upset that you always in his head on some bullshit over the decision that you made. That's not fair to him. You know what Contessa reminds me of, and this might be some shade. It probably is shade, but love me through it. Contessa reminds me of how a certain group of women on Twitter talk about relationships when it's where it's all about them and not and not reciprocating any kind of emotional intelligence that they demand of men. That's what Contessa reminds me of. Well, no lies told. I'm not a fan of Contessa this season. I make no qualms about that. Could she turn it around? Sure. As of right now, it's a huge fuck her. And keep doing what you're doing, Dr. Scott, and do not let her guilt trip you for that because that should have been a that should have been a decision y'all made as a couple. Yes. Not one that she made and then you had to just pick up the pieces wherever they fail. All of this could have been avoided if Contessa would have just talked to Scott and they formulate a plan of, okay, we're going to do this and this is how this is going to go and we're going to coordinate this and stuff. But she didn't think about that. She only thought about herself and not want Scott to deal with all the baggage and emotional turmoil and then guilt trip him about the emotional baggage and turmoil that she inflicted on the family. Fuck you, Contessa. Yeah. Speaking of fuck yous, I, I know this is what Curtis has been waiting on. 
Um, Mariah, I was going to bring it up. First of all, <laughs> okay, bitch. Anyways, this was shot during Ramadan or whatever. Cool, got it. My, uh, let me say this about Mariah, and I'm gonna let Curtis drag the shit out of her and that rock good ass family she got. <laughs> Come on, rock good. <laughs> <laughs> you taking a drug test in the now does not prove that you have never used drugs before. You see what I'm saying? And so I'm really tired of Eugene, bad built, heavy, stretch mark, musty looking ass, and Dr. Aiden's uh cuck looking ass talking Mr. about this fucking, looking ass. talking about this fucking drug test that test proves nothing it proves that you don't do drugs now <laughs> you hear what i'm saying it proves that you don't do drugs now it does not prove that you have never it done does drugs. not prove that you never done drugs it does not prove that quad has never See you do drugs in her presence, specifically cocaine. It proves that you're clean now. And here's the other part. You could have taken a month to get to not do any drugs, had that drug test, and then been right back snorting cocaine up your fucking nose. <laughs> Nothing you said with that drug test proved any fucking thing. You know what would have been better? A lie detector test. Shit, would have been a lie detector test saying, "Hey, did Quad ever see you do drugs? Have you ever done drugs? Are you currently using drugs? In the past, have you done drugs? Did Quad actually have an affair with your brother-in-law? Was she actually in your T-shirt? You could have cleared up a lot of shit with a lie detector test, and you knew that, but you chose not to do that, which says a a lot about." What's what's true and what's not with you? You could have avoided all this by not keep bringing the shit up and not giving a fuck because as much dirt as you spilled on Quad's name, girl, this was just chickens coming home to roost. To be honest, um, let me tag myself in because Bravo did a very delicious thing when they ran the beautiful bitch footage back in that they showed that the, or they reminded those of us who may have forgotten that the whole drug accusation came as a retort to you calling this woman some kind of hoe and a whore on national TV talking about she slept with your brother-in-law and she was wearing his shirt and all this other shit. Unsubstantiated accusations at that. And I haven't seen you atone or feel some kind of way about bringing up that rumor. But now we got to sit up here and be dragged through the mud all season over this drug shit as if you innocent and it just came out of left field. That's not how that works. Then we move on. Go ahead. No, you just sat here and let your whole family bring the shit up. Yeah, that's where I was going. So then, as uh, Candace and Jeremy have said, we we Ramadaman. You know what I'm saying? You and you there with your what is Ramadan Muslim, right? Yes. Yeah. And you got your, your Muslim family friends, you got your kids, everybody ready to eat. Y'all been fasting all goddamn day. Everybody lightheaded and all kinds of shit going on. You bring your raggedy family up there. This is a beautiful little thing. 
we see people coming together because we don't often see stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? Especially in America, other people's religions be, they're not really depicted the way that they should be in the media. I think mm-hmm. that's fair to say. So I, I was I was like, okay. I mean, I don't like the people, but uh, you know, I'm here. I don't, I don't know. Y'all see the little Ramadan thing. The kids are, are doing kid things, and you know, there's still some some uh, traditional elements. Y'all sent the kids to the kitty table <laughs> and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah, the black and me appreciated it. And then it was literally like one of those tweets where it's like nobody colon nothing. Space, space, Mariah, and about that drug shit, huh? <laughs> that was the tackiest shit I have seen in a long ass time. What reason was there for you to bring this up at Ramadan dinner? Then you got your mama and and whoever the hell else the other raggedy women were. All of y'all looking tattered and weathered and torn being tacky bringing this shit up you got the muslims over there bugging (laughs) not understanding what the hell is going on (laughs) and for what purpose y'all don't even have enough respect that you sit up here calling this woman a hoe at the table full of of strangers aid and messy ass over there soaking it all up because we know how he is Mm mm-hmm but what was the purpose of this? But his Mariah? family and friends look so appalled, embarrassed, and yes. disgusted. As they should have been. Because I would not have the too. Energy, that's not the energy you bring to Ramadan. To, to a spiritual it's literally a, a holiday thing. about self-control, growth, mm-hmm. clearing your mind, spirituality, clearing your energy. And you bitches is so concerned about quad because all this them because she didn't invite you to the book party. Why would she? Especially when you like, I wouldn't have stepped foot in it. Yes, you would have, you jealous bitch. Yep. <laughs> you are, Mariah, you are so jealous that Quad did not fall by the wayside when her and Dr. Greg separated. I would say mm-hmm. even because, before that, I think Mariah you, is mad yeah. that Quad didn't fall when she was leveling all those accusations at her seasons past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not and not only that, Quad has proven she don't need a man to have a bag. She was getting to the bag with Dr. Greg. She's getting to the bag without Dr. Greg. Getting to you have painted bags, her wow. to, yeah. You have painted her as a sack chasing hoe ass hussy who always looking for a come up. And the fact of the matter is, she has come up more without that dead weight. She is the come up. How much do a Mini Cooper weight? That's how much weight Quad lost. Mm-hmm. And my thing they replaced is she, it with Alexis. She wasn't all these whores and, and hot walls and all this kind of shit, Mariah, when y'all was close. And the reason I'm y'all... Still, oh, go ahead, Ken. No, I'm still confused at you being good, 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 good girlfriends with Toya when it was Toya who exposed to the rest of the girls that all those kids didn't belong to Dr. Aiden. Mm. But the difference in that is that Toya kissed your ass and Quad won't. And mm. that's yeah. what you mad about. Mm. Because you feel like every lady that is on that cast should kiss your ass when you command it. And Quad is like, girl, fuck. I brought Quad in. Okay. 
And Kawhi sustained herself. Anybody else that can't can't hack it, guess what happens? They fall by the wayside. That happens on every show. Look at Shamari's ass. <laughs> she over there shoulder bouncing by her lonesome mm-hmm. with that ugly ass men in black looking ass nigga. Yeah. Shoulders in black. And now you here with a raggedy wig and raggedy contacts, a raggedy husband, a raggedy, a raggedy spirit. spirit. And you wondering why people don't rally behind you. Why would they? You old girls owe me an apology. Y'all nobody, should choose a side. Bitch, don't nobody rally around the villain. Girl, did you watch The Lion King? <laughs> Come on, curse. <laughs> don't nobody give a fuck about Scar? <laughs> what are you talking about? And I mean, he's a stunt queen, sure. We like the dramatics. But is anybody really fucking with him? Everybody was starving. Exactly. Do the same way. Nobody exactly. is getting anything being connected to you because you ain't got shit. Your claim to fame is being a producer on this show and whatever kind of capacity you had in, in the creation of it. And that's it. And what you need to do, and honestly, the bitch that I'm about to bring up needs to do the same thing. What you need to do is go the old Shawnee route and stay your ass off the show. Pop in yeah. for events. Keep it cute. Keep it pushing. Because I did like the show a, better so when narcissistic. Was out for those seasons. Right. You so narcissistic that you cannot not be in the mix. And again, like I said, you want everybody to kiss your ass. You've been on Jackie neck for episode after episode, begging for an apology. When when they rolled it back, Jackie didn't even really do anything that was all that bad. She nope. ain't do shit but bring up what had been rumored already. But had already been and leveled. We saw it matter, on TV. And, that's, and as a matter of fact, her question was, did Quad have a right to bring that up. This was more aimed at Quad than Mariah. Yeah, but you taking it out on Jackie because everything Child is girl, about you. Fuck you. The, the... Let me tell you something. Quad is the Quad is the blueprint for a lot of the shit y'all do, and y'all don't want to admit it. And I get it. Okay, she younger than y'all. She ain't but she ain't went to college to be nobody's doctor, but she still is living a very comfortable lifestyle without her doctor husband. And like she said, some of the best parties that have been thrown on that show have been Miss Quad parties. Matter of fact, matter of fact, Toya and Eugene housewarming party is a ripoff of Quad's 35th birthday party. Mm. Mm. Damn. Right. Now you 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 vision that on your board with your color contacts, bitch. I thought they was that just cookie a, monsters. I didn't know they was idea monsters too. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <Still everything. laughs> yeah, they still everything. Quad's thirty fifth birthday party was like an ode to carnival, and she had the flame blowers and the sword swallowers and all that kind of shit. Child Eugene, first of all, Eugene big ass can't get on that camel because camels are some of the animals that when you too heavy, they will not get up for your ass. He can't even ride on no goddamn camel, big bitch. That's why he walking next to it. Anyways, I'm sorry. God, <laughs> don't forgive me. I mean, every word I say, do not forgive me. I ain't asking for no forgiveness. Well done, friend. But, well, but she is the, Quad is the blueprint. Yes. And y'all are mad at her about it. And speaking of her yeah. party, let's just go ahead and get to it. Her 38th birthday party slash book launching party. Um, She invites everybody but Mariah. Which that food looks super lit. Did, let me tell you something. 
my fat ass was salivating because I wanted some. Listen, Listen when she was when trying I, everything. I was like, "Me too, girl. Me too." Yes. When she, and she was on the ass. She like, "This can't be cold. This can't mm-hmm. be it. She it like messes with the paprika. flavor profile." <laughs> she like it messes with the flavor profile. If it's not at a good temperature, you're not yeah. gonna have me out here looking. When she said that, I knew for sure that she was for real, for real about her her cooking. Mm-hmm. I stand a queen with proper business acumen mm-hmm. because how fucking smart is it to intertwine your book launching with your birthday and being able to more than likely write it off as a business tax write-off mm-hmm. i fucking stand and the shit was first of all it was fucking beautiful I yes. would like to attend a Miss Quad party. I would Same. like to get a massage. I would like to see bitches swinging their wings and shit and LED uh, angel wings and shit. I want to take pictures in front of a, a circle of fresh flowers with your book title in it. Invite me. I appreciate you. I ain't these bitches. I like Correct what you got going. if I'm wrong, but... Wasn't Eugene, didn't he like make a beeline to the massage table? Yes. Yep. As much shit as y'all talk about quad and all the stuff that she's doing. But you love the shit that she's doing. I'm but confused. you taking full advantage of it. Not mm. only that, not only did he make a beeline for a massage, his fat ass made a beeline to that food table and, and was like and was like, I cook. But quad, this food shit, she got it. She it. Mm. She got that. That food had to be fucking delicious. For somebody who's always talking shit about her to say this is this the truth right here. And we've seen Eugene does have skills in the kitchen. We've seen that on the show. Yeah. Because remember that one episode when they were doing something and it was two teams competing against each other. Mm -hmm. So we know you can cook. So we know you know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, he got to have some kind of skill because we know his wife don't do shit but keep it a mess. So. I mean, for for everything that you're doing, Eugene, I I at least hope you're sitting on the bitch face or something. Like, God damn. (laughs) 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 Shit, what good is she? Oh, damn. Uh, And speaking of the mess, as soon as they get there, they get to starting mess. They talking about what gifts they're going to give Quad. This bitch, Heavenly, talking about she gave her a vibrator because... You know, and she forgot it because I mean she ain't got no man, but that's the closest thing. She to ain't forget girl. shit, huh? Heavenly. You she ain't fooling nobody. <laughs> you can't regift no no used sex toys. <laughs> we know good and fucking well you didn't put that up, uh, Damon ass. Quit playing with us, girl. And they sex life ain't they good? Cause it look like in the previews, her and Damon gonna be going through it in the next half of the season. Mm. From them, from them lap dances when the men got their quote unquote revenge. Girl, I don't mm. ever want to be that insecure mm. that a nigga getting a lap dance by women paid to sell them a fantasy on who camera. Typically, <laughs> don't want anything to do with the patrons after it's all said and done. I cannot imagine getting in my feelings about that. Well, you first went of all, to friend. the strip club to see strippers to get a lap dance. That is the purpose of doing things like that. Were they that. even in the strip club? I, they were in another country. It was oh. like on a, on this next big couple strip or whatever. And it's just kind of like they strippers. They don't really want your husband. 
They don't know your husband, the doctor, unless your husband tell them. They just looking, they just looking like some marks. Yep. Yeah. They looking like money. But it's not even that. We're not going to act like, again, this is being filmed. We're not going to act like this is, there's a, a, a limit. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's setup for the most part for this. It ain't like they just going to be in there going buck wild. We know that that's not the case. Yeah. But you know, when you insecure like heavenly is, it just. But, and and you from Atlanta, Atlanta is a, one of the strip club meccas. What? What? I mean, I'm sure she don't allow him to go to the strip club in Atlanta. And that's the problem now. That's heavenly problem. Heavenly needs to keep going to therapy. Let me say that in in the previews, again, she's in therapy with that doctor. She wants to have a leash on everybody around her because she had no freedom as a child. You grew up in dysfunction. Why are you trying to continuously perpetuate it? On your family. It's not normal to to lock a 13-year-old in her goddamn room. 13-year-olds go to the mall. They go to the movies. They hang out at the library and not actually be studying and reading books. 13-year-olds have social lives. Why are you trying to lock that that girl in her goddamn room? Because she is an unself So she can act like you. And she staunchly refuses. She's like, I'm not about to be like you. And you're not about to force me to be like you. I'm going to wear my lip gloss. You're not going to have me out here with no dry-ass lips. I'm going to look pretty. I'm going to have a little bit of makeup on. Because I'm not doing anything. I'm a regular child. And I got an issue with Damon for allowing that. Here's the thing. In a marriage, there shouldn't be one person who wields the most power in the household. All that pay the cost to be the boss bullshit, that's just that bullshit. When you're in a healthy situation with somebody, y'all both have the authority to make decisions that are for the greater good of y'all selves, y'all household, y'all children. You sitting there watching your wife Carry forth the dysfunction she was raised in is super fucking weird to me because you don't like conflict. Mm-hmm. That shit is strange. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. And I guess we'll get we'll get to that next week. We gonna like, but I got us off track. But that shit was bothering my soul. At this no, party, first fair. of all, again, this party is beautiful. Quad know how to throw a party. Quad know how to get a bag. Quad gets the first. She changes into that little silver number. That baby, mwah, that mm. shit hugged every curve. Okay, that ass was this poking. Was, this was one of the moments where I felt like Quad looked amazing head to toe, both in the white short set and in this silver number. Yep. she looked really fucking good. Mm-hmm. The hair, the makeup, the, everything. the clothing, everything, everything looked good. She goes to do a speech. She starts the speech. She thanks. Her co-workers and friends from the sister circle basically saying they have helped her really move through this divorce, helped her keep her faith in sisterhood, just being there for her and not needing anything in return. Mariah, not Mariah, Simone and Toya. Toya get in a and Eugene get in a feelings, get catty. What? Oh, I'm not staying for this. That's how she feel. I'm leaving. Let's go. I'm riding back with y'all. And blah, blah, blah. I'm gone. So bye they Felicia. That Yeah, bye, Felicia. First of all, bitch, you are 50 talking about bye, Felicia. Give it a rest. Give it up, delicious. 
And you in your feelings because you weren't thanked above her coworkers that she sees way more often than y'all and haven't been putting her through the ringer about her divorce and everything fucking else. And that's why I'm glad she showed up an hour late on your ass because you don't deserve any better treatment. I thought maybe you did, but you truly do not. You don't deserve anything more than what Quad has given you. Because Because what kind of idiocy what kind of bozos? You didn't even let the woman finish her speech. You don't know what else she was going to say. And then we get to see, she goes on to thank the ladies. She even called like, Simone out by name. Called them by name. And you and embarrassed her, the fuss out of her by not she was being like, there. Uh, she was like, I'm not done yet. Where's my other sisters? Where's Simone? Where's Toya? Well, anyways, I just want to say that y'all fill me up. With bullshit, no. <laughs> right, because I was gonna say she, she gave them way more yeah, than they deserve. She gave them way more than they deserve, which and I said this in pregame. It's very fitting that the two women who did not actually deserve that speech right. left. Who the ones that left? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And I said it that just in the proved the, the ones it, yeah, that deserved to hear it and that it applied it. to heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Because the only ones that deserved it were Jackie, Contessa, and Heavenly. Which is wild and they to always say. they <laughs> right. always check in on. That's why I said I didn't feel like Heavenly was being shady when she mentioned the businesses Quad started that didn't make it. I feel like she was saying my friend has tried a lot, a lot has failed, but look at this. I mean, uh, inadvertent shade. I don't know if she meant to be shady, but it still yeah. was a little bit shady. Yeah, she could have done that I, in a different way. But I'm not. I mean, I'm not mad at that because again, look at the material. Look at the Toyas and look at the uh, Simones. Yeah. yeah, they they did a whole lot just to not give somebody. See, this is what happens when they leave the gate, the 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 cages open at the zoo. This is what happens. Yeah, there's wild yeah. animals all over the fucking place. A whole damn stampede to get out because you and your feelings wild, over some shit that wild you did. Warthog. <laughs> <laughs> Candace. <laughs> like them yeah. fucking what's them what's those warthog and a llama. Those wildebeest that uh, killed Mufasa. That's what y'all asked. Curtis, I was going Simone, to it. <laughs> Simone looked like a llama. <laughs> and Toya and Eugene look like warthogs. Mm-hmm. Are you aching? Yep, yep, yep. For some bacon. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Y'all are fucking ridiculous. And like I said, I'm glad y'all left. Y'all didn't deserve to hear those heartfelt words because they really didn't apply to y'all. We watched y'all last season really not give Quad the space to breathe and really process what she was going through with her divorce. And y'all jumped on her back. Y'all berated her, belittled her, told her we all got shit going. And I hate that. Let me tell you something. I hate that. From a mental health standpoint, I hate that shit if y'all don't hear anything else from this episode today hear this telling somebody who is going through something that is tearing them up from the inside and out telling them well we all got shit it could be worse that ain't it not productive at all it ain't it not helpful the, the lack of emotional intelligence has really jumped out this season among these ladies. I mean, no, I it, this always I'm not me. we already knew yeah. Simone lacked a lot of emotional intelligence, which is why her marriage is always going through something. Same with Toya. Like, 
Simone is not emotionally intelligent. She does not know how to talk to people. She does not know how to be respectful when she talks to people. And we know how it manifests itself. It manifests itself with season after season of marital problems between her and Cecil. Not shock. Toy either. Eugene and worked his goddamn... Well, he ain't work shit to the bone. He's still fat. You would think with all the work that he was doing, he would have lost the weight. <laughs> to the gristle. <laughs> to the it glucose. ain't to the bone. He's still thick than the motherfucker, okay? But you would think that with all of the tax issues and money issues they had in the past, she would have had the emotional intelligence to say, hey, our forever home doesn't need to cost us a million dollars. We can find a forever home and still have a reasonable budget. Is the house beautiful? Absolutely. Do they need that much house for four people? No. Because no. they didn't buy that house for them. They bought it for the flicks. Yep. Imagine put, potentially putting yourself in, in financial ruin again for other people. Because, yeah, the the... You don't need all that house for four people. And your forever house is not going to be forever for four people. Eventually, it's only going to be While y'all driving a Jeep. (laughs) Y'all doing a lot of, listen, flex as much as you want to. A lot of grandstanding for nothing. A lot of, for nothing. For somebody that you don't even really truly respect. Neither one of y'all have ever treated Quad well. As soon as she do one little thing that piss y'all off. And to be honest, Simone, you get a lot more from Quad than you deserve. Cause I that little girl shit that you did last season, like the way that you treated her at that crab boil while we did drag Quad for dragging that out, we're not gonna act like there's not ample. I'll never forget that. That Listen, yeah, we'll never it's forget that. Plenty of fodder for why Quad might treat y'all a certain way, but she's not even doing that. She's being gracious. And because yeah, your name ain't being called first, like what? What? Listen, y'all get my participation pr- trophy regardless. What is the? And issue? my thing, and my thing is like we drag quad for dragging it out because we we all was like, ain't no need to drag it out. Just stop fucking with the bitch. Yeah, because she ain't changed and she ain't going to. And has no intention on every little thing she throwing a temper tantrum. Grown ass woman. With them grown, grown ass, ass teeth and them grown <laughs> ass courtesy, <laughs> you beat me to it. Bumper gums ass, mm. child quad. The the people that you need in your corner that are affiliated with this show were at that party, and they and stayed and they heard and they got their roses. The mother ones leave that shit to die. In the yes, fuck them. Because they don't give a fuck about you for real. All they give a fuck about is you kissing their ass. Mm-hmm. Which imagine, like Toya, why would anybody kiss your ass? You can't do nothing for nobody. Exactly. Shit. At least Simone can show you how your pussy work. Like, girl, get the fuck out of here. Hmm. Um. But then, Quad uh flexed again and had her own birthday present in the form of a new, brand new car show up. And I did enjoy the way Bravo showed that um, shady footage of Dr. Greg driving off in that Mini Cooper. Hmm. We ain't about the Mini Cooper life no more. We got luxury vehicles. We got um, some successful 
jobs and business ventures, a successful book launching. The divorce mm. is finalized from what I understand. She looked good. She probably looked the best that she's looked in quite some time. You know, the style may not always be where it needs to be, but the the pillars, the foundation is there. Yes. Whether or not she got the right makeup and hair, that, I mean, there's a lot of people, that, a lot of women that could go either way, depending on the hair and the makeup. So I'm not going to hold you on that. A good looking 38 year old, dark skinned black woman out here thriving after being drugged through the mud by ain't shit nigga. What, and ain't, what do yeah, y'all have to be upset with her about? And ain't at shit this friend. juncture. Nothing. Y'all just show that y'all some trash ass, jealous ass bitches. And Simone, what are you jealous about? You drive a Maserati and you got a fine big dick nigga that put up with you no matter what and you don't even suck dick. Girl. Well, she can't win when she ain't right within you. Granted, the person who said that ain't right, but still. I mean, I ain't, I mean, Simone Musk got that snapper, but still. <laughs> well, I mean, her t- never mind, you know what? That it's crank. that piranha jawline that is getting your ass in trouble. That crank yank. Crank mm. yank. <laughs> she better be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, with that with that jawline, she should be able to suck the bumper off a of Cadillac Escalade. God damn. Yeah, suck the bumper off the car that she drive here. Listen, you what. she ought to be able to Listen, suck concrete through a to... straw. Okay. <laughs> Bitch can do her own car maintenance. I'll tell you what. My girl. But anyway, it's fuck y'all. Y'all yes. don't deserve yeah. any any better than yeah. what y'all get. And add Mariah to the mix as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Y'all get and exactly what the fuck y'all deserve. Honestly, you don't get what you deserve because what you deserve to get your ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, we we doing better. We we eight seasons or seven seasons in, so we passed fighting. Um, But yeah. I hope that I, number one, I hope that Quad don't fuck with y'all and I hope that somebody in the group, probably Jackie, <laughs> but I hope somebody in the group tells y'all about y'all selves because that well, was super fucking trash. Well, I mean, based on these previews, it seems like Jackie gonna get to the nitty gritty shit. Cause... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, because let me tell you something. Yeah, Jackie and Simone Jackie getting into play. it. I've been waiting on that for years. And Jackie Listen. does not play. Like, Listen, what was it heavily in that preview that said shit? You know you wrong. You don't piss Jackie off. Listen. Yeah. Oh, with uh, what's the bitch name? Roxy. Roxy. You talking about Buffy? Buffy. Yeah. yeah. Well, she did <laughs> Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Candace. Well done. I kind of like Buffy. And we're gonna see Buffy, you know, she on the she on the outskirts. Uh she got a little storyline going to she wants some babies, and her and Dr. Robotnik ain't never had no babies for whatever reason. <laughs> So, you know, I'm curious to see what goes on there. It looks like the rest of the season is going to be lit. I hope that Married to Medicine, keep, which I think historically Married to Medicine usually keeps the energy throughout the season. Yeah. Oh, it's, yes. It's no Potomac, but it's a close second. I don't um, think anything can really come with Potomac because them listen, bitches truly do not like each other. I have listen. They they have the the shit on lock for fighting the whole season. The Every whole damn episode, damn eighteen episodes of goddamn drama. <laughs> um, but I think that's it. We've covered everything. Uh, yep. Real Housewives. I just want to say that Bad Baby got beat up in the studio. Y'all know that's the catch me outside. How about that bitch? She got beat up last night. Uh, catch catch them ago. hands, I tell you what. She caught them hands. Thank you know, God. Get what you deserve. 
Suffer. Listen. Talk shit, get hit. Um, what you yeah, Housewives coming back. Uh, so we'll be getting into that. We'll definitely be covering it because we want to see what kind of mess goes on between Kenya and the rest of the ladies and what kind of foolishness Nini and that nose got going on. Uh, we don't have to be subjected to Shamari and that nigga from Bill Bill DeVoe anymore. Mm, thank God. Um, I'm sure Candy going to be on some kind of bozo shit because, I mean, it, it's they need some kind of story. Because <laughs> it don't, honestly, it seems like Candy and Todd are very happy. So the stuff that they be having on the show, I'll probably be side-eyeing because who knows. Mm-hmm. But um, whatever, we get an update on Portia and that hot dog nigga that she had the baby with that I think she's mm. still with from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cynthia, whatever bozo shit she gonna be on because it's Cynthia, beautiful yeah. woman, but bozo nonetheless. But bozo and many aspects. So yeah, we're looking forward to that. We'll be back up to three shows, um, unless we get some suggestions for something else we should uh, catch. Um, like Candace said, I'm gonna do the back work to catch up. What's the name of the show? The Huntsville show, Candace? Oh, Love and Marriage Huntsville. Yeah, Love and Marriage. So if that's good, then maybe we'll catch it the next go round. Um, and I kind of like the direction that we're going in and kind of giving some new shows, some views and getting some of this uh, other stuff, giving it a rest. Speaking of giving it a rest, before we get out of here, because I just saw there was a uh, an article on that grape juice, which I don't know what that means. But um. About people walking away from basketball wives because, you know, they've been kind of uppity and elitist towards the viewers. Like, oh, well, y'all need to get that. over they've it. Been, they've been flat out lying, claiming mm. people shouldn't get too invested because it's just TV and it's not all that serious and it's not really real. And here's the thing. Cancel your own show instead of shooting yourself in the fucking foot, Shawnee right. and them. Mm. If the shit not real, then no, like, even if we speculate what's real and what's not, to hear you, the head bitch, talking about it's not real, y'all don't see everything, it's not this, it's not that, why do you have this shit on the air then? Yeah, and why should we watch it? And why do you carry on the way that you do if it's not real? Come up with a scripted series, because if this is all scripted, what's the purpose? Mm -hmm. And then for y'all to act like, talking about it's just TV, no, it's reality TV. There's a difference. Because in reality TV, you don't need to have any actual talent, Malaysia. So while you talking shit to people who watch the show, we putting putting money in your pocket by giving you a platform. Because otherwise one of the tweets, somebody dragged the shit out of Malaysia. They was like, so are y'all strangers when you want us to buy your tummy tea? Mm. Your weave? Mm. Your makeup? Your skincare? Mm. Your clothing line? Your shoe lines? Your lingerie? Your waist trainers? Are are we insignificant and need to get a life then? Or what? Help us Mm. understand. This is what happens when reality TV is real. Because you're not going to tell me this is scripted because these bitches don't know what to do. Yeah. They are just talking in fucking circles and talking themselves out of fans and views. Mm-hmm. They react That's how to, you know it's real. They reacting to people that they claim are insignificant because they're calling them out on their bullshit, which was obvious and apparent this last season. 
Yep. Because y'all played in everybody's face with that reunion. You're not going to act otherwise. And you played in our face about the OG shit, trying to throw her under the bus. Oh, y'all don't see everything. She be real mad aggressive off camera. Girl, shut the fuck up. We don't care about none of that. And it's enough people that was tweeting about not watching the show no more, not supporting y'all, that somebody was like, well, let me just write this article. <laughs> yep. And I felt good because we've been said we off the basketball wives train like that. That because that's definitely that was my last season is, watching. Yeah, we I'm felt vindicated. Housewives start tonight. Is Eva pregnant again? Yeah, she been pregnant. On this season? Yeah, she mm-hmm. been pregnant. Wasn't she pregnant at the reunion last year? Yep. Yeah. In the year before that? Yep. No. Oh, she was. She oh, only had one bad. baby. <laughs> oh my bad. Shit. I thought it's two of them. No, it's two of them. She she got one, a she got a kid and she had that oh, baby with right. that man. That's right. With that but man, okay. Now she got her sex. She's pregnant again with that man. But yeah, okay. she got pregnant like right after she had the uh the little boy. Cause I follow her on wow. Instagram. Yeah, she been pregnant. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Cause I said the same thing when I saw she was pregnant. I was like, damn, back to back, huh? Okay, she listen, she she on her Kiki Wyatt shit. Come on, boomerang uterus. Boomer all right, let's 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 go. That's okay. right, that's right. Well, um, buy tickets to our live show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if that cat yank, we want it in a spot. So get yourself a ticket. We want to see y'all. We want to entertain y'all. And hopefully, you know, we'll have some good shows on air at the time. But, you know, we can make, we can make a lot out of nothing. So we hope to see y'all. And I think that is it. I don't really have anything else. Buy some tickets, niggas. Come out and see us. We out. Yep.